Action Park Media. Welcome to Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Connolly. Where's Kevin Dillon? No Dillon today. But and, and again, I know it always sounds like Dillon has uh, excuses, but I did talk. He's got an audition today. Oh, he does. Yeah, because listen, you know, we got Juliana Pena today, He's and we got Charles Oakley. No, he Juliana he, Pena. He wouldn't want to miss the Oakley. I, I know. I was really talking about Juliana Pena. I mean, because Dylan, which now he we we heard on the podcast yesterday, he's finally said uh, he could not take Ronda Rousey back right. in the day, which I think was good. And uh, I'm interested in in Juliana. I mean, I've seen a couple of interviews with her. She's so nice. Right. It's hard to. But uh, she's she's not scared to mix it up. I mean, she no. has some pretty intense uh, press no. conferences with Amanda Nunez, and obviously she beat up pretty good on Amanda Nunez. And hindsight is twenty twenty. But when you look at those press conferences, she's got the look of somebody that believes what she's what she's saying. Yeah. She doesn't, you know. Yeah. Oh, so I'm excited. I'm excited for it. And Are then, you going to uh, let me run point on this interview? Absolutely. Yeah. The weird thing is, I'm scared. Okay, let me just tell you, I'm scared. You have all these notes, which I, I think is fantastic. You're I, still I, holding the Jeff Garland thing <laughs> over my head that Jeff Garland bit. was friends with the late lead singer of Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Connolly came out. If anyone listens back to the Jeff Garland episode, Jeff Garland, who's uh, from Curb and uh, the Goldbergs, but Connolly, like, waited in the wings, and he had this big it question. Was on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, I don't know about Wikipedia. I, I, is that a, I, 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 I will tell you, I learned my lesson. I did not do any of my Juliana Pena research on Wikipedia. All right, good, but, but <laughs> Connolly was like, so, Jeff, I understand you What's spent a lot like, of time with Ario Speedwagon. Is it true that you're best friends with the lead singer of Ario <laughs> Speedwagon? He's like, no. Yeah, it was but, so yeah, awkward was and quiet. And uh, I don't know. But I'm still going to ask that question because it's At some point we should reflect on our worst moments of the victory of the podcast. It's got to be but. a five hour episode. It's been a bunch of them. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm excited. So uh, let's jump right into it. Special guest who I, you know, I just had to say, you know, before. She can beat you up. Besides well, that. Of course she could beat me up. And Kevin Dillon did not show up because he's terrified of it. But I was just saying, Juliana, like. Juliana Pena. UFC bantamweight. I, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, we would misjudge her because I, I would not, I would have, if I walked in the office and she was sitting there at a typewriter, wouldn't I wouldn't have turned my head. And I just you. watched the fight, which you're <laughs> unbelievable. And uh, and congrats, and we're excited to have you. And Kevin Connolly, I'm usually the one who talks, but he's told me today he wants to be the focus because he's just really well, like I'm excited. Proud, so. I'm proud of my research. Yeah, I'm proud I of like my, it. I'm All right, so I will research. let you guys go. I'll jump so in. You jump in, Doug. You provide some color. Right. You provide some color. <laughs> okay, so Juliana, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. This Thank is, you so this much. This is amazing. Thank this you. I appreciate that. So you're from Spokane, Washington. Yes, sir. And is it true that you were discovered in a cardio kickboxing class? <laughs> yeah. It is true. So yeah. Doug's like, don't say that. That sounds like a weird rumor. Doug wanted well, me to confirm. Well, Kevin has, has asked a couple of guests things that are not true, One and they time. looked at him like, all right. One so anyway, time. I'm very interested <laughs> in this story, though. So, so yeah, how does something like that go? Okay, I will say it in as uh, best as terms as possible. I was overweight. I needed to lose weight. So uh, my sister invited me to a woman's cardio kickboxing class, and uh, that's kind of where I got my start. Kind of threw my first punch. I haven't looked back since. How old? were you at this point? I was 19 years old. So I threw my first punch at night. Well, I threw my first official punch at 19 years so old. So there's still a shot for Connolly to learn how to fight. No. No, there's <laughs> not. But I mean, so you're in this class yeah. and and is the instructor like, man, this girl really knows how to really knows how to throw a punch, right? Was it that sort of thing? Did it appear to him that you had previous training? Yeah. Well, so I'm the baby of four and my brothers and sisters, they beat the crap out of me. And <laughs> right. so like I had all this aggressiveness. I got in a few street fights um, in school. Like we had like boxing parties and 
and uh, I had like only fighting from that type of experience and defending myself the whole time as a as a young uh, kid growing up. Um, and then yeah, I, I threw my first punch, and he said, "Hey, who taught you how to box?" I said, uh, "Nobody." And he's like, "Well, who taught you how to punch?" I said, "You just did." And he was like, "We got a natural." So. That's unreal. Why don't you stick around? I want to talk to you about a couple of things. Right? Let's get this girl going in, in the UFC. Okay, so where's the belt right now? <laughs> right now, as we speak, the belt's in Chicago. In I actually, Chicago. I totally forgot to uh, ask Locke for uh, the the replica belt that we take on the on the road. Okay. Uh, I forgot to bring that. I'm so sorry. So there's the real belt is at your house. Is the real and belt? Then at my there's house. like a replica that you'll bring to parties or whatever it is. Yeah, that you have to do. yeah. Because there's like an extreme like belt etiquette that I'm still unfamiliar with. Like it got like my. So I have a little group of um, uh, wives that like support me in Chicago. I call them the Real Housewives of St. Charles. <laughs> And uh, they were like, they got in a fight over it, actually, because uh, one asked, one husband asked if he could wear it right after I won it. I said, yeah, no problem. And so the, the other woman got very upset, like, you don't know how hard this girl's worked. I've literally seen her blood, sweat and tears for this thing. And you just come up and ask her, ask you were wearing it. You're yeah. posting it on Facebook like this is ridiculous. And I'm like, it's fine. You know, it's fine. Yeah. But then there is an etiquette that. But then, yeah, I went to the WWE and some kid behind me was like, can I hold your belt? And I was like, well, yeah, like, sure. So I gave it to him. And then, like, my heart was just, like, pounding out of my chest. And so I was like, this kid's going to run off with my belt. What if he scratches it? <laughs> then I saw, you know, it's real. I saw, like, some scratches on it. And I was like, I don't want scratches on my belt. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? So, like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, do I let everybody hold it? Do I, you know, say no? Like, do I, you know, get a fake one and let them hold that I'm and have a heyday no. with it? I'm with the no. Yeah, I'm I don't the, know what to what? Do. I do. I really don't know what to do. I mean, I'm not sure if you're a hockey fan, but the Stanley Cup, which is the, you know, the big trophy. Right. There's etiquette with that. You're really not. I mean, well, you can do whatever you want, right? But I don't think theoretically you're supposed to hold the Stanley Cup over your head unless you've won it. I personally would never put on the belt. Well, That's just me. Tom Brady threw the Super Bowl trophy uh, almost into the uh, the lake. <laughs> so, I don't know what to say. I guess uh, when you got eight, I'm uh, still obsessed. Titles. So I just want to go back for half a second. Sorry, Kev. Just for no. a second, I I'm obsessed <laughs> with this nat this natural talent. Uh, we have kids, and we, of course, we all want our kids to have some crazy natural talent, but. Is the family, I know they beat the hell out of you. Yeah. Are they good fighters? Did anyone have any talent? No, well, my brother was a massive WWE fan. So, like, he practiced all his moves on us. <laughs> right. Like, he practiced them all. And um, no, I would say it's no. All you need is the brother taking the little sister with a pile driver. I mean, that's not Literally, a literally. He also, I remember, you guys remember the 80s where the guys used to have their socks up to here, you know, up to the shins? Of course. Yeah. He would take those long tube socks and stuff them with more socks and <laughs> pack them in there. And we called them sock bombs. And so he he would literally beat us with these sock bombs. Oh my god! <laughs> I think he literally, um, you know, prepped me for what I was going to have to deal with in fighting. And like any punch that I take, I'm like, if you could take a sock bomb punch, you could take a real punch. <laughs> now you, you know could kick mean? the shit out of the brothers now, correct? I mean, he's he's a pretty big boy, but right. yes, I still, I, I, I had to finally eventually choke him out on Christmas, <laughs> on Christmas in front of his five boys because I was like, I'm sick of this shit. That's you know what amazing. I mean? Like, like, listen, I will choke you out. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it. It's Christmas. Nobody wants to do this. Well, the Christmas before he got tough in front of his five boys and he threw me in the Christmas tree. And so <laughs> so then like the next Christmas I was like this Christmas I'm ready, you know. You're so ready to go. Yeah, I, I, I tried to him. choke Connolly out once. He did not tap though. He didn't tap. <laughs> well that's my next question about the choke out. Like if you were gonna choke Doug and I out right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> is it just automatically you go out, or can one can you withstand, or are we are we just both sleeping automatically? Do you know what I mean? If I were tougher than Doug, which I like, just in like spirit. a tougher neck and throat cavity. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it gonna is it relatively in the same time frame that you could choke Doug out? I mean, out you guys would have to like be able to figure out how long can you hold your breath for. Right, know? that's and really then, what it is. What yeah, it comes down exactly. to. Exactly. Right? Can I just say with I'm not embarrassed. I don't want to be involved in this. I don't want to be choked out. I, <laughs> you don't want to do a demonstration. No. To be a great social clip. Good yeah. content. <laughs> really drive up. Really drive up the viewers. All right. What other research you got? Oh, also, so you know, Juliana's been. You know, you've been. You've been through it, right? You've yeah. had some tough injuries. Yes. You didn't just fall into this fight. No. With Amanda Nunez, this was your fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've been. I've been at this for a long time. Yes. Right. So, what point was your most devastating injury where you go like, yikes? Um, I would definitely say tearing four out of five ligaments in my knee. Yeah. So, and I've done them both. But <sighs> during the one, the fight, the four. No, the four out of five was definitely the the big one for me. Um, and then you know, obviously, I've had some street fights where I where I got you know really hurt. Um, I love that. that that's, I, that's amazing. That's I mean, there was one street fight that I got hurt, and then there was one where I was literally just walking on the sidewalk and I got ran over. So it was like, you know, what there's, do you mean? A hit and run? Or what do you mean? Uh, you know, there was these guys. I was walking on the street on the sidewalk, and these guys came around their car, the, the car around the corner. They were cat calling me, you know, hey, mamacita, da 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 da. And then they ended up literally running me over. So <laughs> <laughs> was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. right, that's not good. Right, yeah. This, not is, good. this is bad etiquette, right? So, there. You, yeah, that is bad etiquette. So, <laughs> yeah. so you've, had, you've had some injuries. I've had right? some injuries. You've had some injuries. And that was way that back. Was so in you've, my come, past, yeah. you've come back from the end. Yes, I have. So you come into this Amanda Nunez fight. Yeah. You were turned on to me by a guy named Chad Bronstein. You know yes, Chad? Yes, okay. that's a man right there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pissed because he, he put you on my radar in a big way. And yeah. when I'm sitting and watching this fight, I'm going, look to July and I said, we're supposed to bet on this fight. This is this is this is a real this is a real thing. So you get in the ring with Amanda Nunez. Yeah. You know, to everybody else, well, people will call it maybe the greatest upset of UFC in UFC history. Not to you, obviously. No. Right. No. No. Right. No. I've been no calling. I've there. been calling for this fight for five years. You know, I've been calling for this for a long time, actually. And she's been like avoiding the fight for five years. You know, so it was like everyone's like, oh, "All this girl won't stop talking all this crap." You know, I'm like, I've been saying the same thing consistently for five years. It's just falling on deaf ears, and nobody's listening to me. They all think. I'm going to get killed in 10 seconds. You know what I mean? So I was just waiting for my shot and, and trying to get her to the fight. I just have to get her to the fight. If I That's can just get so her to the fight. That's got to be so frustrating. It is frustrating because I'm just like, I feel like a broken record. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm, I'm telling you guys the truth. I'm going to win this fight. I'm going to beat this girl. I promise you. And now how are you going to be now that you're in the position to kind of dictate who you're going to fight? Yeah. Are you going to try to... Have a couple of uh, you know, I want my rematch. In there no, I want my rematch. Want rematch. Yes, I want my rematch. It wasn't a fluke, and so I want to go in there and be like, I'm, I'm telling you, it wasn't a fluke. And then, so I just want to, you know, shut the naysayers up one more time and let you know I'm legit. I'm I'm real. You know. Do you feel like people think that that was a fluke? Oh yes, so many people. Yes, there's so many people I that are you're like, reading the message boards too much. It was didn't look like a fluke to look, me. When it, when it's an upset, they they will always go to you know Buster Douglas and and you know what happened with Buster Douglas after the. Tyson fight, and I'm not saying he ever would have beat him again, but he really didn't prepare for the second time. So you're going to go into this as if it's the biggest opportunity in your life again, or are you now I, feeling like you got her number and know what to do? I mean, it's definitely something that I take serious. You have to take every single fight extremely serious, but yes, I do have her number, and I am going to go do it again. So, you're in her head, for yeah. sure. Well, and I, th that's the other thing. I was like, yeah, everybody can have the belt. I'm going to go get another one in you know a few more months, so it's not that big of a deal. So you guys can do whatever you want with that belt. Like, I'm just going to go get one in a few more months. Now, one of the things 
things about UFC, and inevitably, right? I mean, unless you're in boxing, it's Mayweather, Rocky Marciano. Losses are part of it, right? You're going to lose. Yes. Does it feel like it's better to have an early loss and almost get that out of your system as opposed to having an undefeated record hanging over your head? It's like, just get a couple losses on the the books. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, when you go through those losses, they teach you so much and they help you grow. But, like, I've had those experiences at the highest level, so I've I've had that, you know what I mean? And it's going to come with the sport, you know? But, like, when I already had those, it's like I already know what that's like, so I know what I don't want to feel going forward. And so, you know, it was supposed to happen in the pro uh, record prior to the UFC, so that way you can have, like, this, you know, spotless record into the UFC. But they unfortunately happened when I was in the UFC in the earlier parts of my career. So they're just learning experiences, you know? Wins and losses is going to come with the sport. And and so, Julia, we had John Cavanaugh, who who coaches Connor, and he said... It's really like Connor at this stage of his life. It's still he's got the same drive and love for this thing. Is this a means to an end for you, or do you just love to fight? It's it's my it's my lo- livelihood. It's my passion. It's it's something that I'm truly passionate about. I mean, I could talk to a rock all day about MMA. It's something that I absolutely love. It has completely engulfed my life since I threw my very first punch, and uh, it's just something that is me. You know, they say, "Well, how did you find fighting?" I didn't find fighting. Fighting found me, and it has you know taken over my life. And it's just something that I love to do, and something that I'm extremely passionate. about. Is there about. fear when you get into the ring, or no? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If there is no fear, then you're lying. But I can also say that like, I was so ready for the fight that fear wasn't what was running through my mind when I was about to go walk out there. The press conference was you know, more fearful for me. I've never done a press conference before. So that to and that me, was like a, that's that like a me, high end press conference. Oh, Very that, few people have those. That press conference, my heart was pounding out of my chest. But leading up to the fight, like going out to the fight, my heart was not pounding out of my chest going out there. And, and so we, sorry, Kev, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, yeah, I'm talking really, too much. But asking a lot of, a lot of <laughs> questions know, for a know. guy that loves pickleball. I, I, found, I, found, <laughs> I love pickleball. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll beat your ass. <laughs> but no fighting it. But, so Ronda Rousey, I kind of, I found her a little early before like she was real mainstream when I actually was going to put her in the entourage movie but she was on Jim Rome and I saw her she's this beautiful woman well spoken as are you and I was like she she can't really fight I mean this is crazy and then I watched the fight and I was like holy shit um, is, did she, is she someone who really paved the way for all of this a little bit or, or what? what do, what's your feeling? I don't think she loves uh, Rhonda. Okay, that's alright but I want to hear that she anyway. Love and you don't have to love her. That's fine. I would just say that Rhonda was was a phenom and the fact that she would you know be able to get these fights over in 10 seconds and that was unheard of at the time so she got Dana White's attention and she was you know one that opened up the doors for all the rest of us yeah. so she absolutely did that right and do you want to pursue anything else? acting or being in in movies and stuff? That's something that I've always wanted to do, especially as a kid. You know, I always, you know, would be in front of the camera or have a microphone in my hand. You know, that was something that I always um, did growing up. However, I feel like that stuff will come later. Right now, I just want to focus on fighting. I think that's the right one. Yeah, I think that's the right So you got this Valentina Shevchenko, okay? Do you feel the need to go back? Well, you have your Amanda Nunez rematch, which is the which is the match, right? That's big. It's payday. Yeah. Is there a part of you that wants to go back and say like, oh, and by the way, yes, let's talk about a fluke. What you did yes. was a fluke, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you up too. So do you feel the need, or do champions feel the need to go back and? I don't want to say repair, but like kind of settle some some old business. I would love to avenge that loss. The answer is yes. I would absolutely love to avenge that loss. I was winning that fight, and I can beat her, and right. I just, I fucked up. So, right. yeah. So I, that fight could be in the future. As How well. did you fuck up? 
First off, I'll just say that, you know, you can't at this level um, underestimate anybody. You have to assume that everybody is versed everywhere on the ground, on the feet. But at that time in my life, I was like 17 time Muay Thai world champion. All I got to do is take this chick to the ground and it's over. And then I got on board. So I she think she just caught you. She caught me. Yeah. I was trying to, you know, punch a hole through her face. And, <laughs> you know, like if you punch your hand through the snow, it goes right through. That's what I was right. trying to do. I was just trying to punch a hole right through her face and right. Uh, I got caught. I can't believe how nice you are and how sweet you seem. It's so bizarre to me. I can't also, make it. Doug is like sitting here with his banana and his mush trying to act healthy. We're sitting here with the champ. I mean, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, you guys are like, she's so sweet. And I'm like, I'm trying to punch she's a hole through her face. By the way, I was happy you said snow. I was thinking like, oh my God, she's going to punch a hole in the wall. Maybe we can help her. She could have knocked down that wall. Yeah, we got to knock down a wall for it. And that's why I was a little disappointed because we're about to shoot something and, and I know I could find something for Juliana. <laughs> yeah. So if, if we distract you a little, we, we might call to, you we something. We don't want to distract so. you. So you, you touched on um, Amanda Nunez, uh, like maybe ducking you and or, or whatever it is. But there's there's two sides to being getting hurt in training camp and, and calling off a fight, right? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, when you're hurt, you're hurt, yeah. right? So it's like you'll hear Connor say, like, I, I, just, I need this guy to show up. Yeah. Right. Like there becomes a point where it's like the, the person pulls out of a fight and then you end up fighting somebody that you're not preparing for. But on the other hand, people get hurt. Yeah. It's a, it's a combat sport. Right. So yeah. what, what do you what do you what are your thoughts on pulling out of the fight? Do you fight with the injury? How does that go? And is there ways to confirm that? Does the UFC go, yeah, he really is. He or she really is. You know, she's got a broken. They'll, they'll, they'll cover for you. Um, <laughs> but also, absolutely, injuries, it's a it's a combat sport. And uh, injuries absolutely do happen. With that being said, um, you can't pull out of a, you can pull you can pull out of a fight for whatever reason you want no one's putting a gun up to your head uh what i'm trying to say is that at the end of like a card like a fight card it'll say card subject to change and that's because mma is such a brutal sport that anything can happen i remember uh we ha we throw uh fights in spokane at northern quest casino with rick little and uh this kid one time said that he couldn't fight because he chewed on a piece of rope and he broke his tooth and so now he's out of the fight so I've heard the craziest excuses that you could think of for people pulling out of fights it's scary you right. know and so especially with it being a mental aspect too there's mental things that come into play so you know someone will say that they're injured but you know that it's just because they don't want to fight or someone is legitimately injured and they can't fight so you know I've heard it all and in the fight game you have to expect that there's going to be you know reasons why people pull out of the fights it's just part of the fight game does the talking the good ones intimidate you at all or that's kind oh, of oh she's really good at it what do you mean the good ones <laughs> like I, I, whoever you selling consider the fight. Uh, oh. as good as you are I don't mean the fighters yeah. selling the Fight, the talkers the with the big mouth, because right. we know some fighters are better with their mouth than they are in well, the Well, they're thing. selling this, fights, right? Th yeah. yeah, but does that, I mean, when you're going through these things, do you really get heated up or are you kind of I feel like I'm not trying to, you know, sell tickets by any means, but what I'm trying to do is I'm telling my truth and what was really happened in my career and, and what has really happened to me. These are life experiences that I've actually gone through. So anytime I say something, I'm, I'm not just pulling it out of thin air. This is actually my truth and what has happened to me in my career. So people view it as you know crap talking or oh she's just trying to sell tickets but this has actually happened this is I'm not lying about her you know not taking the fight for five years when I beat Kat Zingano at UFC 200 she had won the belt against Misha Tate at UFC 200 I came out before her and then five fights later she had won the belt she said in that press conference that I was next and that she would fight me and then Ronda came
came off of those two or getting knocked out by Holly. And then Ronda got to cut the line after getting brutally knocked out. She got to cut the line and get an automatic title fight against Amanda, even though I was next. That was supposed to be your That was, that was supposed shot. to be that my New fight. Year's Eve fight was That fight. was supposed to be my fight. And Ronda got to cut the line and got to, you know, she had her fight with Amanda after that. And so I had to wait and then I had to wait longer. And then I got, you know, uh, pregnant and then I had to wait longer. But then even when I came back from pregnancy, I still won. I still beat a girl that, you know, was hadn't lost in seven fights and had just won the belt herself. Um, and so I was fighting world champion after world champion. So it was Nico Montano, world champion, Valentina Shevchenko, world champion, Jermaine Durandiman, world champion. I'm fighting the cream of the crop here. I'm top at the top of my division and I'm winning. I didn't win against Jermaine and I dropped that loss against Valentina, but those were two losses in 10 years and they were to world champions. And if you go back and watch the fights, I'm winning those fights. I'm literally beating the crap out of them. I'm like, I have this in the bag right before I freaking shit the bed, you know? So yeah, those I mean, are you're, you're so any given Sunday. Look at Doug. He's starstruck. She's awesome. He's starstruck. But I, what are you like in relationships? Are they scared <sighs> of you? I mean, you seem it's a like quiet, it's a good you have a quiet calm about you that that's kind of unnerving a little bit. Yeah, I I honestly feel like I'm the easiest person to deal with. I feel like I'm so like laid back, I'm easygoing, you know. But like for some reason, I have like this real trouble with <laughs> relationships. <laughs> yeah, it's not much like uh, Doug over here. He's yeah. got his own, his own uh, problems. He's doing great. No, I'm but I mean, <laughs> if I could like. Uh, I'm not trying to be bossy. I'm just trying to look at the bigger picture for everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I say, hey, can you go get me this? It's that way. If you go get this and then I get what I need to get, then we can be on the road and get this going faster. You know I what I mean? I'm passion. looking at the bigger I picture. I think it's passion. And I think like you always need to have someone that has that same fire that you have and that you obviously bring to this. I mean, what's the training regimen like? I mean, how are you six days a week or what? Yeah. So I've I've only been three days a week uh, since since winning because I'm all over the place right now. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going from here to Austin, to New York, back to to, uh, Chicago and then I'll be in Vegas so I'm I'm all over the place right now I'm literally trying to get these treadmill workouts and lift a little bit in these hotel gyms right now and that's what I was talking about earlier with Buster it's like how do you not get distracted by stuff that obviously you need to do for your livelihood for the sport but how do you keep your eye on the prize that you gotta right. be in the best shape of your life. You just you gotta do. stay active. You have to stay in the gym. You have to stay in the gym. And I absolutely am staying in the gym. I'm just not three times a day, every single day like I was when I'm in the camp. So, so where where do you fight out of? Are okay. You fighting out of Spokane, I, Washington. I fight out of Chicago by way of Spokane, Washington. Do you get to decide that? Where you're fighting at? Well, I know that my head coach in Spokane was super pissed because I'm the sure. UFC made my very first fight shirt that you could like sell to the people that are in the arenas, and the shirts like Juliana Pena, Chicago, Illinois, and right. he was like, "That's bullshit," you know, He's like offended. Yeah, he was offended, and so um, you know, I'm, I fight out of Chicago by way of Spokane, Washington, right. and I love when Bruce Buffer says that, you know, fighting out of Chicago by way of Spokane, <laughs> and I'm like trying to always give props to the 509 and where I'm from and my roots. I mean, if that guy doesn't get you fired up before a fight, then nobody is. Yeah. I mean, how incredible is that? The right? best. He is the best. He was I at my birthday, Bruce. remember? Was he? Yeah. That's Th awesome. 45th. Conley doesn't remember. Conley was a little That's bomb. That's not true. I knew, I knew of, course <laughs> <laughs> Why, of course he was there. Of course he was there. Why, you're such good friends with Bruce Buffer? Like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't <laughs> say it if he oh, wasn't right, right, right. there. Mean, Mark Roberts was friends with him. That's <laughs> you why wouldn't make something like that. I love Bruce. Bruce is a Weird if I made that up, wouldn't it? It'd be weird. And now, what about your walkout music? 
who who picks? <laughs> well, I'm serious. I like the this, question. This I'm just saying be, I, this should be a big. He's thing never for me. prepared for an interview as much as he has for I'm this. Excited. That's all I, I'm he saying. Did like he did his due diligence, and I appreciate that. I do too. I do too. I like it. I appreciate that. I I often fantasize about the only thing that would be fun for the fight is your what walkout song, right? Like a song comes on the radio, you're like, you know what? I think this might be my walkout song. Of course, it changes every couple weeks. Do you think about your walk? What point do you think about your walkout? And do you think about that kind of thing? Because it is part of the showmanship, right? Yes, yes. And you want the song. I mean, listen, you could argue that that song made Rhonda. There was something about her walkout song. Yes. So do you think, is it something you think about, you care about? And is it, I think at the last minute, like, hey, what a... I, day of yes okay so this is such a weird question I care about music so much I have such a passion for music my dad used to um, pay us money to like who sings a song you know and, and we'd be like Whitney Houston I always love you you know like whatever the song was he would pay us money to know what the songs were so I have such a wide range of music taste I'm talking all over the place I listen to so much music M- music is one of my biggest passions I am in love with music it's so hard for me to narrow down one song and so the other flip side to this question is I'm a little bit superstitious you won't be thinking too much about the walkout song. And right? not only that, but one time I walked out to the same song twice and it didn't go my way. What song? Um, it was, uh, I think it was the birthday cake song by like Rihanna. It was like, right. cake, cake, cake. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, I ended, it didn't go my way, okay? So I, I ended up Gotta being like, song. I cannot walk out to the same song twice because I got all superstitious about it. So it got to the point where I was like, having anxiety over this and so I was like that can't be good yeah, for a fight exactly stressing so I was like Dana pick. you pick the song and so then Dana started picking my song every fight week but every time or every yeah every time I went to go fight but it would be a theme of like crazy so it was mm-hmm. like crazy train by uh, Ozzy Osbourne I was gonna say you should go or to like I just walked out to oh I can't even remember the song but uh maybe I'm the one Blinded Melon I think it was or um who is a schizophrenic psycho? Yeah, maybe I'm the one. We listen to rap music. Yeah, no, I, I listen to ma- rap music too. But <laughs> anyways, so now it's been like the the woman Heidi Dean, who's in charge of the music walkout song. She's the one that like is picking my song every time, and she knows how I am about you know walking out to the same song twice. And so every song, it's different every time. But when I feel you like get there's it, a though? theme and of like craziness. Do you get I it early? get it. As I'm walking out to so the So you don't know? I have no idea. It's like a surprise. It's like Just not this song. Yes, Just yes. Not this and song. it's like the song where I'll be like, this is the one thing that I'm looking forward to, right? Is like what I get to hear what they picked for me. Yeah. And so I get it. That's the one thing that I look forward to as I'm walking out. Have you like, been disappointed yet? You're like, yeah, this kind of song doesn't exactly <laughs> get me fired at up. At first, I was pretty bummed at like the, you know, Schizophrenic Psycho song because it started out slow. But then I, when I was in the octagon and I'm getting ready for it, I was like, I am schizophrenic psycho yes like let's go and so like i was so excited to like have that song and now it's like on repeat now we have our song for the uh episode that's how we're gonna yes all right so these are all such superficial questions but i've always wondered now you're the champ yeah right now you come out last you put on a light show. Are you going to do anything? I'm serious. Like you, you see the way Connor comes out and yes. there's lights. And yes. There's, that's only something you can do as the champ, right? I, I have no idea. No, well, no, not technically. Brian Ortega, I walked out. I went to UFC 268, I believe it was. And he walked out to, you know, that movie where they all wear masks and they get to kill somebody for like 24 hours? Uh, Purge. Uh, the Purge. Purge, yes. He wore mm-hmm. the Purge masks and all of his corners wore the Purge masks. So the whole place pitch dark. And then it's like the sirens. Wah, wah, <laughs> tense 
seconds, five seconds, that would scare three the shit seconds. Out of me, and the way. whole place is like black, but like the alarm lights are going off like red flashing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden his corner comes out and they all have these like white masks, but their eyes are X's, <laughs> like neon X's like this. I would and, run. Oh man, it was the coolest <laughs> walkout I have ever seen in my entire life, but he's not the champ and he did that. So I was thinking, you know, oh my gosh, I, I want to have some awesome walkout like that too. But then there- That is pretty. It was the sickest that, walkout that I chills. had. Oh, it's the sickest walkout Holly, I've ever seen. We're going to spend some time and see if we can pitch you a walkout because I love this. Somebody's got to design that. Some, yeah. Somebody yeah. came up with that yes. idea. It's an awesome yes, idea. Yes, I know. Israel Adesanya walks out with like a TikTok dance crew. Like they're like doing like the thing and they like, bam, they <laughs> all, they're like- coach that? Like, listen, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to leave the gym a little early. We're rehearsing the walkout. <laughs> yes. I got to do a dance number. So, and so in my head, I'm like, I totally want to do that. But here's the flip side to that. You have to win. Yeah. If you don't. Did he win the perch fight? No. No. And I'm like. Can you, you steal that? I mean, I mean you <laughs> have you have to win. If you don't win, then it's like right. Uh, well, listen, Deontay Wilder walked in in a mask that was too heavy and made him tired for the fight when he got beat. <laughs> that's that what was, I'm saying. That's the worst case of it ever. He had you mentioned you said yeah, that? yeah, yeah, of course. Like it weighed like 40 pounds. Connor does a great one. Yeah, where it's like an, this Irish thing, and then yeah, all of a sudden, what is that like? Sinead O'Connor? Yeah, like some crazy Irish song, and then it rolls into Biggie Smalls, right? Yes. So, you know, I just always wondered who decides that, and I, well, I you got a pretty damn good answer, but I, I want to come up with. We're gonna pitch you some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I could, you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? It's right. your fight. It's putting your, the, but it's putting you know? the pressure on you. Yeah, it is, right? and that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes you just got to get down to the meat and potatoes and keep it simple. Keep right it simple, on. stupid. You know, don't get too much with the fluff because that's when you know you get distracted. Did you hear how Juliana led us now? Like not to get too complicated with our pitch, or she won't even respond. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some off the wall thing at us. <laughs> Like, tell those fucking victory guys never <laughs> to speak to me again. No, talk to Chad. I, I like to say that now. Talk to my agent. Uh, yeah. no, oh, is Chad your agent? Chad's my agent. Oh, no, they is. Okay. Yes. So, that, all right. So he was, might have been, he was biased. He's the best free agent in the world because he's brought me so much money and he hasn't taken a dime yet. So we I'm had like, dinner with Chad. That will, that will end. We yes, had, I know. <laughs> we, had dad, we, we had dinner with Chad and uh, Mike, dad? right? Yeah, Chad. Ch yeah, not Chad. dad. Chad and Mike Tyson. Yes, he represents Mike Tyson as well. Yes. And Mike Tyson just came in as a new sponsor for me as well. So nice. Tyson 2.0, a little shout out to Tyson 2.0. Daniel Carcello, do you know? Uh, yes, Wisana. Yes, Wisana is also my sponsor. Wisana, Philo, Tyson 2.0. All these guys. Columbia Care, yep. Jones Wisana, Soda. Carcello is a good buddy of mine. That's how I know Chad and do all you? those guys. Yeah. Love Daniel. That's a guy that can take a good punch in the face. Yeah. Carcello? He's, oh, his, uh, his fight name in hockey was the Car Bomb. Car Bomb. That was his Instagram until recently. We should have some concepts just because we should. Yeah, absolutely. And we're a content house. We'll reach out through Chad, but we're going to Do you like horror movies? Uh-uh. <laughs> what are you Me watching? Either. What do you what do you watch on TV? What do you watch? Squid Games? I saw Skid, I saw Squid, Squid Games. Everybody I saw that. Squid Games yes. except me. So you didn't you, watch it? I didn't watch it. I, oh, I'm man. too far. Make behind. sure you don't put it on the, you know, the dub cast cuz it's not oh, the same. Oh my god, exactly. It's, not the same. it's horrible with the with the, <laughs> yeah, the you bad acting. But yes, what yes. shows do you like? Besides Entourage, you don't have to say. We'll edit that you love it. I love Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I love those guys. So funny. Is that still on? Yeah, they just came nice. out with their new season. Oh, nice. Yes, nice. I love Started those guys. Season twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> but do you watch like uh, any of the Succession or? This any This is of gonna things? sound horrible, and it you makes me feel really TV. bad. Yeah, I have. I, I sat down on my couch last week, and it was the first time that I sat there for like three months. Does not sound horrible at all. It sounds like you're actually doing something with life, unlike us who've seen everything that's on streaming. I, my TV yeah. uh, watching is way down since the baby. Good, I had a baby good. seven months ago. And my TV schedule has been cut down by yeah. nine tenths. Yeah. yeah, quite literally nine tenths. Well, and then I'm. 
cheap too because I don't pay for cable, so I only watch what's on like <laughs> streaming, like Netflix and Hulu and what? stuff like that. So you're smart. Yeah. You're gonna keep your money too. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not so, out buying crazy shit yeah. after the win. No, no, I no, I haven't. Huh? No, Anything? Haven't. Any crazy purchases? Not yet. No, I mean these shoes were gifted to me. <laughs> Chad got me this Chad bag. This is my bag. very first Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. I've never bought a. I bought my mom two. I don't have one. Well, by and the way, so, I know I know you can handle yourself, but be careful out here. We had an armed robbery in this parking lot. Oh, God. Oh, so. yeah. Can you imagine what yeah. she would do to that guy? Uh, I mean, that would be amazing, That'd by the way. Great. So we might have to follow you Get out with the camera out just in case something happens. Well, I always say this, like, living in Chicago, like, you got to be, you know, head on a swivel over there. And right. so... It, yeah. And I know in how... In Chicago, yeah, you got to have I know how to fight, but, like, what are you going to do when somebody's, you know, you're staring down the barrel of yeah. a loaded gun? You go you know? here and enjoy the Yeah, exactly. You need it. You need it And then you call Chad and go, Chad, I need another one. Yeah, yeah. Chad, I'm so upset. I just got robbed at the Action Park Media parking lot. He'd say, figures. Yeah. Where do you think the next fight is? You know, I want to stay active. I would like to fight in the summertime. Summertime's good. I'm a I'm an August Leo Lion baby. Sometime in the summer would be great for me. What is considered active? Two fights a year? Uh, yeah, yeah, about two fights a year. You got to stay active. That's a lot. It is, especially at this uh, high of a level. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so we'll see you again in August. One of those. Yeah, comments. maybe J- July, June, July. Maybe, maybe and August. And it'll be probably Nunez if that works out. That's or? the only fight that I'm taking. Okay. Somebody said, well, "What if she goes up to 145 and takes an easier fight and rides off into the sunset?" I'd be like, she would look like the biggest coward on earth. Like she would have to fight me. <laughs> right. You know. I uh, think we're gonna have to handle this Valentina person as well. I, th- that's on my bucket list. Okay. Like, yeah, Let's she's get that next. on the list. She's next. Maybe I'll walk out, Doug. Can I be? Uh, maybe. Uh, I could walk out and By the way, he's pitched it. himself into your thing now. I mean, you will be, be the, the lucky belt. leprechaun. I'll How about we belt. do something like that? The lucky charms or something. That'd be amazing. Well, I love it. Uh, Juliana, I, this isn't me. I, I, I can't thank you enough. I mean, Kevin, uh, Kevin I obviously prepared. made this happen. Come on, and my notes. You don't understand. This is a different person that is normally here. I'm, but, not, I'm not this prepared for our next interview. But, but I, don't, I don't say that. I don't, and we have a unbelievable New York Knicks, Chicago Bulls basketball player coming out, Charles Oakley, Charles who's Oakley. just one of my favorite players of all time. Nice. But uh, uh, He'll choke you out, too. Oakley oh. will also choke <laughs> By the way, that was, for real, probably <laughs> the toughest guy in the NBA. And, wow. and still, he's probably 60 now or close to it. Yeah, him. Michael oh, wow. Jordan would go out with no security because he had uh, Oakley. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You're, so cool. You're awesome, and, and I mean that, like, just, you seem like you have your head on straight, and you're doing the right thing. She I, rolled up into the park, and she you just like showed up and was at the door. Like Mark, we got to roll out the you red know, carpet for that, you, Doug. You know? Like if there's not people there greeting Doug at the door, he's like got an attitude for the rest. Of the <laughs> no, I felt bad. Yeah, the, the the other guy Gary, he had to walk down the street to find me because I was like, ah, maybe I'll get some coffee. But I didn't have a mask, so I knew that they weren't gonna let me in anywhere. Did any part of you? Because Connolly got Charlie Sheen's car towed from here. But did any part of you when no one was there to greet you? Did you like I'm gonna kick someone's ass right now? Are you calm and like? No, oh, no, good. I knew I was early. You know, my sister, she's like always in my ear. You have to be on time. You cannot like. Because I'm like very much on like, you know, Mexican yeah. time, Brazilian time, whatever <laughs> time you want to call it. I'm always late. Yeah. And so uh, my sister's like, now that you're the champ, you have to be on time. And I love your sister for that because I do agree. It's very important. If you're not so. five minutes early, you're five minutes late. Very yeah, well I, said, I Kevin, that and that, uh, be, that uh, deserves a kick to the head, in my opinion. <laughs> but anyway, Julia no, Altania. I'll have a chokeout contest with you right now. No. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, Julia, you're awesome. I wish you luck amazing. in the fights. And we, we actually may call you to, to do a distracting acting job. But anyway, you're awesome. Yes, and, uh, yeah. Best of luck with everything, and thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you guys for the time. I appreciate it. It's yeah. such a pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank you. Wow. Juliana Pena. I, I, I mean... I, I don't know how to explain this without like being weird. 
like you this, got caught in the middle of that interview. Like you jumped right. You got you were all in. When I'm you trying started to talk. I'm trying, trying to wrap to, your head around it. Well, I'm also trying to wrap my head around. She's so what's what's the word? Okay, um, what is it? She's so endearing and engaging that and I well felt, spoken. I felt like and, I, I felt like I was looking at her um, in a. In a creepy way. I thought you sounded like a total creep. No, I don't mean in a in any type of sexual manner. I just was really enthralled by her. And she pulled a cube and she rolled up by herself. I mean, I guess not that she needs backup, obviously. You know, nor does in Cuban. this parking lot. Maybe right. she does in this parking lot, but she just kind of came in and she just sat down. That was. But I guess what I'm saying is, if I I watched that fight, she's unbelievable. And if I sat and watched the interview from the glass, I wouldn't have believed it was the same person. Right. Um, she just. Uh, I could see the fire though in the interview. It, oh it yeah, no, real. it comes no, out. The passion's awesome, and I'm not. There's nothing I'm being dismissive about her. I actually love her. I think that she just has such a, a, a calming presence. But then you see that fire, and you go, "Oh, Kevin Dillon, you better watch out." Right. You know, maybe like, Kevin Dillon was ducking her. I I think he might. I would have done. I mean, oh, God, it would have been terrible because uh, who wants to get choked out? But that would have been. Great content. Great content. Yeah. You 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 said you were going to do it, but I don't know what happened. I, I said, go do it. Like, I mean, I don't really want to do it. Who I'm wants almost to get 54 years old. I don't want to get choked would've? out. You think she would? But you know what we got to do now, though? It's enough of the nonsense. It's time, like, between Chad Bronstein and his love of me, it's time. We got to get Mike Tyson on. I mean, it's silly. Like, he, he, he's, he's got to yeah. be a guest on this show. He's got to be a guest on the um, show. We had Aaron Sorkin talking about him. Uh, you know, This was a, a great guest. I'm, amazing I'm, guest. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. Really I am, excited. too. Do you so, think we talked too much about the? Well, we talked about, that's our interview style. I thought it was great. We don't talk about. X's and O's. I thought it was great. I'm sure some hack will put on the Apple podcast that we did something wrong, but on the reviews. But uh, I, I, I You're still reading those reviews, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So someone, someone really took a fucking swing at me, man. I mean, it's just like, and they, they, they say it like. I'm going after Doug. Why? What did I do to anybody? I'm minding my own business. I'm trying to make a show with my friends. I'm trying to take care of my children, my dogs. Why the hate? I think I'm getting a new puppy, by the way. I just wanted to throw that out. Really? Well, you have how many dogs do you have? Just one. I mean, the ex-wife has three, but so I, you have you have Baron, Baron the German Shepherd, yeah, and, and you got seven cats. I have two cats and Baron. Two cats, one, one girlfriend, and two children. Do you really think another dog is the is the answer? I just think um, I, I. You know, what kind of dog would you be looking at? You well, thinking? it's I'm always a you shepherd get a guy. smaller dog. This is what about a, a rescue. It is a rescue. It's a shepherd mix and West Side German Shepherd. Well, you have I've, one. You have one in mind. Well, what was weird is I've been thinking about it, and then you know they contact me. I donate some money. West Side German Shepherd is awesome, and and anyone who loves German Shepherds you or love, any dog, you love German. Shepherds. I do love German Shepherds, just like Bill Fickner on the show did. So I mean, that's where that came from. But um, I get the picture today, and you know what his name is? Puppy. Baron, okay. Really? Well, so, you gotta change his name. You can't have two. He's Baron Junior. I'm gonna call him Junior, like uh, like, like Nick Cage did in uh, <laughs> Raising uh, Arizona. Can I just ask the audience? He doesn't want me to say this to Charles Oakley. I think. I, mean, I think. I mean, I, no, I don't know. I don't not like. Want hopefully, to say a basketball it. player appreciates that that is a, a compliment, not some weird insult. But you know, I've had Kobe. I've had Baron after this. Baron Davis. You tell this on every podcast. Oh, I know sorry. that, but uh, but sorry. you know, yeah, it's you. It's you're you're the one. You're the one sitting right next to Oakley. So if, uh, <laughs> Oakley's he a flip scared. Out and beat Who you are you up? more scared of, a sixty-year-old Charles Oakley or a twenty-something Juliana Pena? Well, also too, Juliana Pena. Before we were joking around about the fighter thing, and Juliana Pena said, you know, basically like I don't fight for free, and I don't fight for free anymore. All right, you but forgetting, I, mean? forgetting I think Charles Oakley. If, I think Charles Oakley probably fights for free. Who would you rather? Uh, if I forced you. Like it was like Squid Games type shit. Who would you rather be in the ring with right now, Juliana Pena or Charles Oakley? 
Oh, this is a ridiculous question. I guess Oakley. I think it's a great question. I think we should do a poll. I think Oakley. I guess. <laughs> You'd rather be in with Oakley. Wow. I certainly wouldn't want to be in with yeah. dude. She's she's she, right. she punches, throws punches with deadly intentions. I, I don't I don't want to get hit ever again in my life. So anyway, uh, victory the podcast. We shall return. And Kevin Dillon, uh, he won't be back for Charles Oakley or wherever this airs, but he'll uh, yeah, be back. Victory the podcast.